Hey, what's up? It's Alex Morgan. And for me, the start of the new year is all about commitments, setting your intentions, restarting your routine, and committing to you from day one. Body Armor Light, the low-calorie, zero-sugar-added sports drink. Shop now on Amazon.com. Hello, and welcome to Vacation Station. Hosted by Lisa and Nancy, editors of BigBlendMagazines.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Big Blend Radio's second Friday food, wine, and travel writer show. Well, travel writers. I always keep saying that. It's a food, wine, travel show, but we get to chat with travel writers from around the world. Mm -hmm. This is our collaboration with the International Food, Wine, Travel Writers Association, an amazing organization. And I encourage you to go to their website, ifwtwa.org. And today we get to chat with an awesome travel writer. She's been around the world and she is also based in Lansing, Michigan. Her name is Amy Piper and you can follow her. Just follow the Piper.com. <laughs> Go check it out. But uh, she's really going to give us an insight to Lansing, Michigan and talk about her new book that is coming out. It's a hundred things to do in Lansing before you die. Nancy and I travel full time and last year got to step into Michigan for our first time. And um, beautiful. Dang, I wish we knew Amy before we went there because we would have seen a whole bunch more. And I wish this book was out. But at that time, it wasn't. Uh, But everyone, it will be out on September 15th. Right now, I think it's we're recording pre-recording. It's out on September 15th. So you can pre-order this. I think this is airing September 10th. You can pre-order it on Amazon, but just follow the Piper.com. So welcome, Amy. How are you? I'm fine, Lisa. Thank you for having me. Hey, Nancy, I'm excited. I, we were hoping to be in Michigan when we were doing this mm-hmm. interview with you. But unfortunately, you know, COVID has changed travel plans. and We travel full time with mm-hmm. and pet sitting and uh, people were going to sit for we're going to South Africa and they couldn't do that right now so we weren't going to be there but reading your book uh things 100 things Mm -hmm. to do in Lansing before you die I'm like listen it seems like you have four seasons of joy and I think as we go into the fall and winter months people may think that the midwest oh it's all cold and don't go there in the fall or winter Mm -hmm. but it seems to me from reading your book and even some of our own experiences that we should maybe change our minds about that, that there are things to do. Oh, definitely. Of, of course, there's indoor things in the, in the way of museums and, and breweries and, and that type of thing. Um, but fall is a wonderful time to come to Michigan because of the fall foliage mm. and the beautiful leaf peeping and, and that kind of thing. So it's it's definitely a good time to come then. And for those people who enjoy winter activities, Michigan has lots of hiking and um, winter trails and sledding. I talk about in the book um, a place called... Um, Hawk Island, and it's a county park yeah. here in, in Lansing, and they have an actual um, sledding hill with a tow rope that will tow you to the top, 
and um, they I just want to get towed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and um, they they make some snow, so it's oh wow, it's. it's it's amazing for that. In the summer, they have a splash pad where um, you can run through these sprinkler things and get underneath a bucket and get water dumped on you and that kind of thing. <laughs> a lot okay. of the, the outdoor activities, they really make it a, a year-round uh, activity. Cool. That's very cool. Yeah, we were in um, Madison, Wisconsin during mm-hmm. the winter last year and mm-hmm. we learned about what it's like to live in snow and shovel snow <laughs> and ice yeah <laughs> and it was like an interesting and you know we were there for all of december and a little bit into january and mm-hmm. um i learned about that and nancy made me toddies to go out and i learned that there's a toddy culture in wisconsin mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like if you're gonna go and do snow you might as well have a little toddy first but I have to tell you, going back in spring, too, it was like, I understand the importance of the snow that you get because the beauty that you get in spring is overwhelming. Um, the gardens and everything we went to. And and uh, what I was reading in your book that you have one of the oldest gardens, botanical gardens in your neighborhood in Lansing. Yeah, we we do. Um and there, there are gardens all over, not just the one at Michigan State University. Uh, when I talk about Lansing, I just like to be clear, this is the greater Lansing area. So it, I would say it's about a uh, 25 to 30 mile radius that I might have included something within in mm-hmm. the book. Um, so you might catch some small towns, uh, but the botanical garden is at Michigan State University. And they also have, if you have kids with you, um, the children's garden, the 40 nice garden. And uh, that almost was on the cover of the book, but it's in East Lansing. So I tried to, to switch that um, to the capital. But um, it's beautiful. Even in the early spring, I've mm. gone there. They start with tulips, and they have all kinds of climbing structures. They have a tree house. Um, they have a, a an engine of a train. It's it's not a real train, but one that they they constructed, and. Um, really neat things in that garden for the kids they can um they have chimes that the kids can jump on and make music oh that's and, cool nice so it's very interactive mm-hmm. they have a uh bridge over a little pond and so there's lots of things to to do there what a, that's one, awesome. one thing we got from your book is that landing is pretty central mm-hmm. That it seems like you could come in, pack, you know, get it for visitors as travelers. And I know you're a world traveler. You understand that. You want to just kind of sometimes drop your bags in a place and be able to just venture out and know where you're, you know, just you don't mm-hmm. have to think about that again. As yeah. us traveling full time, we don't get that luxury sometimes. But it seems like Lansing, you just go in get whatever hotel or wherever you're going to stay. And it seems like you've got some prominent ones in the downtown area that you'd want to stay in. There's a goose or something. We need to go stay in a goose. <laughs> uh, the, 
the Wild Goose Inn in East Lansing. In downtown Lansing for years, the Radisson was the only hotel down there. And they just this year, Hmm. um, a Marriott Courtyard. So there are two hotels now in downtown Lansing, plus another bed and breakfast um, that's in down downtown. But in like the Eastwood Town Center, that area, there are a whole bunch, like, I don't know, maybe four or five hotels mm. that are all, you know, the, the big names. Um, mm. But Lansing is within 90 miles of 90% of the population of Michigan. So wow. it is it is a perfect place to do exactly what you said. Come in, drop your bags, and then mm. go, go out. So you could go in an hour and a half to downtown Detroit, spend the entire day there, come back, and um, the next day go an hour to Grand Rapids. And mm. those are the two biggest cities in Michigan. And, and, and if you wanted to go an hour and a half or just a half an hour past Grand Rapids, you could end up in places like Holland, Michigan and Sagatuck. And oh, we did that. We did Grand Rapids and Sagatuck last year. Mm-hmm. Those we are just- all on, on that Lake Michigan coastline. And so mm-hmm. if you're into wineries or that kind of thing, that that West Coast is is a perfect place. What so- is going on with Michigan in regards to food and wine? And mm-hmm. I mean, I we have friends, a friend who's a, a Cornell Blue chef that just went back home to Michigan for a week with his mom. Uh, and he he just he goes back every year <laughs> that he's like, I have to go back to my roots there. And it helps his culinary skills back in mm-hmm. Southern California. And we've done interviews with distilleries and tea people and wine, ice wine people. And I mean, it just seems and just us going there, there's this quality of life that the Midwest has as a whole. But like Michigan, I don't know, man, the food just everything tastes better. I don't know what's going on, but what's going on? (laughs) Well, first, um, Michigan is second only to California in the diversity of crops. And so we have everything from grapes to sugar beets. So you get grape fudge. Um, We have, um, we're known for apples, blueberries, and of course, cherries. The um, cherry festival is in um, the national cherry festival in Traverse City is every July. So there's um, just such a wide diversity of fresh ingredients. And then there's a lot of um, farm culture here. So you get a lot of beef and that type of proteins raised. Oh, and another thing, the Great Lakes fish. And so you're going to get Lake Superior whitefish. You're going to get walleye, uh, salmon. Um, membership fees apply after free trial cancel anytime can i be real for a second that goal you have to exercise and eat better you really can do it but nobody is going to do it for you 
And nobody has to, because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Perch. So all of those fish um, also are are part of our, our culture. So mm-hmm. And beer. And beer. Okay, so Michigan, <laughs> I think, is number five in the United States for beer. Wow. Grand Rapids mm. is known as uh, Beer City USA. So there's there's a great beer culture in in, Mich- in Grand Rapids and in Michigan. In my book, I mention a lot of breweries. Yes, you do. And I'm like, okay, I'm ready. So that's where I saw you did your research. I know. I'm like, I'm, I'm all good with that. I'm, but that, that, you know, I was it's looking to about shopping and fashion and I'm going, there's a lot of food in the shopping part too. It just seems like the, the mm. culinary experience in Lansing is amazing, mm. but it's drawing on like you're, you know, when you're saying 90 miles away from everything, 90 miles from 90%, right, of the oh, population, right. then it's really connected because it's really not that big of a state. Like, you know, we're used to California or, you know, Texas, which we've been floating around in. Michigan is mm-hmm. accessible and Lansing, uh, Grand Rapids, we stayed in there, amazing food, great gardens like you were talking mm-hmm. about, you know, earlier with, with the botanical garden in Lansing. But um I I love your state. Just bow down, number one. Mm-hmm. I want to go back. I'm so bummed so we're not great. there. So next year we're we're making plans. I mean, we've done Michigan and and Wisconsin and India Indiana. Those were our Midwest. Oh, we did a little bit of Ohio, and you know, we I love mm-hmm. the Midwest, and and I I just I want more people to understand how beautiful the entire Midwest region is. is. Yeah. Because it's just this, like I said, quality of life. And when you go and you see even the winter time, which we've been in, it's just, everything is, it's just really pure. Like the, the seasons <laughs> are really pure. Pristine. pristine. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I, I love it. So what are some of those places we can go to, to get that like beauty, you know, that pristine I was talking about of nature and uh, where, where would you say go in Lansing? I mean, mm. we travel full time documenting parks, especially. So we we personally want to know about parks. Okay, well, I know our audience does too. <laughs> Sleepy Hollow State Park is um, probably about twenty five miles outside of Lansing, and mm-hmm. that's in the book. We talk about it, and there's a lot of uh, hiking and nature trails there. Um, but that particular park you can camp in, uh, yeah, people are, cool. are regularly go from Lansing to the Sleepy Hollow State Park to, to camp and hike and fish and all of those outdoor activities um, are, are at that state park. Um, the thing that you want to remember about uh, Michigan State Parks is you do need a recreation passport, which you can buy at the gate or you can buy it ahead online. So um, that gives you um, access to all of Michigan State Parks. And there's there's parks all over. Um, but that one, if you're looking for a place to camp, if you're more of a camper than a hotel person or want to get away that's a, a good place. 
Um, we were talking about Holland earlier and that has a beautiful big red lighthouse um, and people mm. go there for camping and, mm. and this stuff. And then I, I wanted cool. to touch on to the car culture because I know Detroit's your neighbor, right? And oh, yeah. you know, reading through your book is like the car thing is a big deal too in Lansing, right? It, it is. It's not just Detroit. In Lansing, we have the REO's Transportation Museum. The REO Wagon Speedway. <laughs> yes. Well, I, I grew up an Oldsmobile gal because my father and my mother worked at Oldsmobile. Oh, um, wow. And <laughs> in my day job um, over the years, I, I worked with Oldsmobile as my customer. I was in um, IT as a program manager. And so I did a lot with Oldsmobile and um, we have the only uh, Oldsmobile museum in the world. Oh, wow. And so, cool. yeah, so it has one of the first, there were four Oldsmobiles to roll off the line and we have one of them on loan, permanent loan, if you will. Um, mm. from the uh, Smithsonian Institute, and it's all behind glass and environmentally controlled. Cool. And so there's all kinds of everything. But anyway, one of the things that they have is the REO Speedwagon. Um, and the band actually took both their name and their logo from the REO Speedwagon, R-E-O stands for Ransom E. Oles. And so they, they took that name Speedwagon. And one of the, one style is the fire truck, big bright red engine. Mm-hmm. And the other one are, the other ones are just kind of standard uh, cargo utility trucks um, from the old, old days. I love those old trucks though. Yeah. Riding now, along in my automobile. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's awesome. And I love that REO Speedwagon. You know, you think about music, and we've done so many mm. uh, radio interviews with musicians out of the Midwest. And uh-huh. it's, I, I don't know what's going on, or, you know, it's cold and everybody starts riding during the cold. And then, oh, yeah. Summertime, they're ready, like, yeah. let's rock, you know? Yeah. So I don't know what's going on, but you guys have some amazing music going on. What's it like in regards to the music scene in Lansing and the entertainment mm-hmm. scene? Well, it, it's great, especially in the summer. You sure. can mm-hmm. go to a free concert every night of the week almost wow. in, uh, wow. in and around Lansing. Um, <laughs> they have generally they start between six and seven and every night it's a different place. So wow. Um, Lake Lansing awesome. area, they have um, uh, a place where you, in, it's a park and you go and you take your lawn chairs and and um, they have a mu- music. There's the Eastwood Town Center is another place on Tuesday nights, I believe it is. They have their concerts. So every night, really. Mm-hmm. Um, you can go and hear something different somewhere different. That's cool. And then a I lot like of the breweries um, have concerts. Um, I have 
Uh, there's a brewery here called Eagle Monk Brewery. Mm-hmm. Oh. And uh, on a Thursday night, um, they have a beer garden. And um, so you can go there and listen to, to one of their bands. Um, mm-hmm. so- Sounds good to me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. excuse me yeah breweries and music that sounds like my sounds hand in hand personally for me you know that's like i'm i'm all in for that so you got you've got a lot of shopping too so tell us what i mean is when you think about lansing is it what's the downtown like do you have like a historic downtown well the downtown is not um it's more offices nowadays Mm -hmm. the uh, but it is historic. We have a lot of museums within a five block radius. There are five museums. Wow. Um, they appeal to a variety of, of people. So um, there's the Ariel Transportation Museum. And then right next door is Impression 5 Museum. And that refers to the five senses. Well, it's called a science yeah. center, actually. I should be cool. And so you can take your kids and your grandkids and go there and it's very interactive. Um, Nice. um, They have one that's uh, exhibit that's about a water flow and paddle wheel and there's just different water activities. Um, There's one where it's a pitching, uh, throwing your ball. So you um, there's different activities depending on the age group. And I mean, they have activities for as young as six months old, kids who are crawling all the way through adults. Um, wow. Nice. That's nice. neat. And, and you're a capital city, which mm-hmm. is something we actively cover. I know, I know everyone, this is the International Food, Wine, Travel Writers Association show, but you're talking about a mm-hmm. capital city and we cover that actively. And what we do is we're trying to actually visit mm-hmm. and document every capital city in the country and um we didn't get there <laughs> we didn't get to Lansing yet but this is interesting to me because there's some you know I, during COVID I know it changes up and down and we're still in that weird world of what's open and what's closed but mm. capital cities and going to the capital building to me is something really important it's always interesting to find out how a city was actually made into why was it the capital why was it made the capital city you know Mm -hmm. and the capital building is just that iconic structure where everybody groups around you know and things happen i mean we're in a political season of you know i feel like we'll be in forever but it's important to understand the city that things where change is being made well and in michigan the capital building is is very special, if you will. Um, First of all, Michigan is the only capital in the United States that the capital city is not the county seat. So yeah, I was reading that. That's different. Mm. Yeah. So Mm. our county seat is is nearby. um, And in fact, there's a courthouse there that's in the book, the Ingham County Courthouse. But um, the state capital is almost a work of art. If you go in, of course, on the cover of the book, you see the inside of the dome. But um, really, if you look at the hinges on the doors, it has the state seal. um, Oh, wow. All of that on the hinges. They have chandeliers that are made of antlers. 
And if you look at it, you think that, oh, that it's very expensive wood, walnut and marble. And you think, oh, this is very, very expensive. But they did it very economically. All of that is pretty much a paint job. The walnut is really pine. The marble is <laughs> some other type of material that's not really marble. But <laughs> no really way. And tell, no, yes. Yes. Oh, so, uh, so that is, you got to go just funny. for that. Yeah. Just, yeah. It's, you could, it's like how to do your house. <laughs> and oh my God. Fake out. The architect. That <laughs> no, but that's cool. But that's cool. It but is it's cool. cool because listen, we all look about how much money are we spending on things versus mm-hmm. the people, right? And right. and and mm-hmm. our where do you want your money to go to? Do you care about marble versus you know, do we want yeah. that money to go to the people of the of the state? Right. And so um it's a it's a very um unusual situation there and it, mm-hmm. it's beautiful they have guided tours uh that are free of charge um and the capital is a great place to go because if you're looking for economical things to do the tours free entrance is free all of those things are free um, they have um the michigan history museum which mm-hmm. is also one of the five downtown within that the area block mm. and that is um free on sundays they have free parking and the other thing about lansing in general is you have a lot of the benefits of the bigger towns you have the broad art museum you have the wharton center you have all of these oh big city types of things, but you don't have the traffic. You don't have. All right, I'm coming because everybody's woken up and the traffic's back. I'm coming to Lansing. The traffic sucks. <laughs> the traffic sucks. It's back again. Yeah, I'm coming to Lansing then. <laughs> I mean, if you go somewhere right at five o'clock, you might run into a little bit of something, but as a general rule, you, you'll rarely find bumper to bumper. <laughs> wow, it's interesting. And to me, it's like, you, how many people do you think live in Lansing, actually? Do you know? Oh, I'm, I, I'm well, just like... Great, the greater area, yeah. The larger area, I think, within that 30-mile radius, I think someone had said that it's, it's almost a million now. But if you just look at Lansing proper, it's around, I think, 200,000. Yeah, so that's kind of like when we lived in Tucson, it's like a million. You would never feel it because it's so spread out, you know, yeah. the way I that mean, city is. But yeah. If, yeah, but if you look at just Lansing, it, it's 200,000. Oh, uh, that's not, that's not a that's lot not for that, a city yeah. at all. Oh. But there's a, I know there's hmm. the neighborhoods and everything, but, you know, it's, it's interesting when you talk about uh, what's family friendly, that's important. Um, especially when you think about going to state capital, I think that's really great for kids to get that understanding early and it may seem boring to them you know and even for some adults to go to the capital but it's really not once you get in there and the story you're telling us nancy's like oh no what a fake out but it's it's 
fascinating. You've got a really no, cool it's interesting. I want to go and yeah, I mean, find it's history. out what what I want to go there just to find out like how did they do that because it's it's economical, it's interesting, but there's to understand how a country runs, I think it's very important. And for families to be able to afford it, that's an affordability thing. And the more families have things to go to, the better. Yeah. Affordability wise. There's another thing um, that is in downtown Lansing that it's, I'm, I can't remember the exact name as far as the proper name, but it's the ju- judicial courthouse and it, it's a museum where you go in and you actually, it, well, it's a, it's a Supreme court type of oh. um, thing for Michigan, but um, I was trying to find the name of it. Exactly. And it's, just, Oh yeah. Have your day in court at the Michigan Supreme court learning center. It's called oh, it's the a learning center. That's what I was trying to get to. And you, you go in and they have all kinds of different interactive activities that they take you through um, to learn about how government works. No way. Yeah. And that's that's a good thing to try to explain right now. Yeah. (laughs) And, And it's free. I mean, there's so many things that like even the REO Transportation Museum is not free, but it's got a, a price tag of $7 for admission per person. Well, that, you know, so that's, as I'm saying, what, what's cost effective for families. That's important. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it's just, that's, for that's sure. great that yeah. there's. Well, and I think they have a family rate where it's even cheaper if you have like a mm-hmm. whole family. Yeah. I, well, they, a lot of them do that where it's like it's bundled sometimes and things like mm-hmm. that, you know, like botanical gardens do that. Now you have zoos. We don't normally talk about zoos because we don't, we want animals to be free, but this is a unique example of a zoo doing something very cool. And that is taking care of the black rhinos. And that's something that mm. is incredible. It's rare. I mean, they're so extinct. Well, I mean, they're, yeah. Yeah, basically, basically you, you're not going to see them unless you're David Attenborough at this point. Well, actually, and it's it's funny because I am very big into photography, and I went on a photo safari to Tanzania. Hmm. And, um, one of the big things was, were we going to see a black rhino? And yeah. and we did, but then you know, we we have that right here in our in our um in our town and the rhino had a, a baby so um it was a, a couple three years ago I don't know how many years ago but um so we've got two now and oh, uh, so that's it, awesome it's awesome that you saw them in Tanzania we still live in Kenya right around the corner oh yeah so we too. <laughs> So that's the other thing I want to ask about this, like your travel adventures, you're talking about working with Oldsmobile or Oldsmobile being a customer and, you know, going from Lansing, Michigan, you started world traveling and you've had some adventures for sure, traveling around the world. What got you into the world of travel? Well, um, I ended up in my day job. I had to travel all around the world 
for various assignments. They were always looking, I've always loved travel, and they were always looking for somebody to raise their hand. So I spent six months in South Korea. I spent six months in Argentina, a month in India, three months in Spain. So I was always going and going. Well, while I was in Argentina, um, of course, when you're on these assignments and your family doesn't come, I mean, they would come for a, a week or two and then they'd be gone again. And so you had to find things to do. And so somehow on the internet, I found this travel writing workshop and um, I ended up five years ago, I, I first took their kind of at home course. And then five years ago, I went to um, Great Escape Publishing's Ultimate Travel Writing oh, Workshop. Right. Mm-hmm. And I went to that and they had at the end of it a 30 day challenge. It was a, just a weekend, three, three day course, I think. And at the end of that, um, they had a, a 30 day challenge, go get yourself published in 30 days. Well, I've got close to 200 articles published now in the last right five on. years. I have this book and a chapter in, a, in an anthology book, and I have regular freelance writing gigs of places that I write for regularly, and it's all happened in five years while I am still having my day job trying to retire. Wow, wow. And so the anthology, you've got that book so everyone can see that. I was reading oh, about sure. that on your blog, too. I mean, you're busy. Oh, we can't see it. Okay, tell it. Tell everybody what it no, is. No, there it went. It, it yeah, it went in and out. We've got bit. that weird background thing. What, what's it called? It's called uh, Midwest Road Trip Adventures. Oh, there it is. There, you go. Midwest. Okay, so where was your road trip adventure? To? Okay, so this book had. There are twelve Midwest states. So we had each state written by authors that live in the state. And I was invited to write the Michigan chapter. And the assignment was to choose four um, road trips within your state that you wanted to showcase. Now, with Michigan, I'm always sensitive to the fact that we have an upper peninsula. So I chose one in the upper peninsula. And then I did the West Coast, the East Coast, and then one that... um, it intersected through the middle. Mm. So, but Michigan has, I think the numbers are 23, but in the 20s uh, of byways, Michigan by scenic it's byways. It's beautiful. I mean, where we were mm. driving, I mean, it's incredible. Like when we went through Saga Talk and that whole, I think it's oh. Douglas next or? Yes, Douglas. Yes. Douglas and that whole area. Yeah. And then we ended up in this area where we're just watching boats and then there's the sand so cool. dunes, and then we, I mean, and Grand Rapids was beautiful too. I mean, that was there's interesting history there, and and historic neighborhoods that you don't see were from the West, you know. Mm-hmm. So this was like a night and day, like what this is completely different, and it's beautiful. The neighborhoods to me are part of the scenery; they it, really are. It, there they have a lot of like little neighborhood restaurants and oh yeah that it, seems like the it is like neighborhoody you know what I mean it is, it, is that because I think it's because of the snow that you can't go that far so you're just gonna get to the, you have to walk you're gonna walk through the snow to the neighborhood <laughs> bar it's like England's yeah. like that you know yeah but, I think that's what it is but that's cool that you've traveled mm-hmm. so much so you're still balancing everything 
Wow. Yeah. I mean, I'll be ready to retire in probably the next year or so. And um, we'll see what happens. Um, wow. So there's so much to, to write about and, and explore and um, new opportunities come. So mm-hmm. I want to ask you this. Uh, okay. So you got landing a hundred things to do, right? And we're thinking about winter and I'm just going there because it, we're, it's, we're in summer now. We're at the end of, we're at the end of summer as we record. And when this airs, it'll be almost fall, but going into now winter, I want to know what is your thing to do that you enjoy in the winter in Lansing? Well, if you're talking about outdoor activities, I'm anything, not, whatever I'm you want to so do much of an outdoor girl, <laughs> but um, I, I like to take in the art museums. Um, the, we have the Broad um, and in East Lansing, which um, they, um, Edith and Eli Broad created this museum and they have a, a similar one um, that they've created in, in Los Angeles. But we were um, talking about free things. One day I went there and someone was standing at the door and they were waiting for their friends from New York. And they were so excited to show off our Broad Museum because she said, this is every bit as good as the New York Museums and it's free. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's and, nice. and it's, it's very interesting from an architectural perspective. Um, it It's the outside of the building almost looks like accordion um, style pleating. Oh, and, yeah. We saw that photo in your book. Is that yeah. the one? Yeah. That's the one. Yeah. That's neat. And so um, there are no right angles and it's just, it, it's very cool. Every time you go there, there's something new because they're always rotating exhibits and it's not just painting and media. There are videos and uh, all of that kind of art too. So, oh, wow. So um, it's about the art. There's always something. And that's, that's what I would say. The Midwest has some a magical. Now, mm-hmm. what would you do in spring? What would you do? Well, I would, I, the first thing I usually do is go out to the children's garden because the tulips oh. are there and it's colorful and, and that kind nice. of thing. Um, the color, like when we were in Madison, Wisconsin, I know it's, but it's a neighboring state, but it's kind of all after all I know is after the snow, when we saw spring happen, I was just like, there's, this is intense. Like, don't mess with the Midwest with spring. That's yeah, intense. Yeah. It's, we're we're excited to get out. Yeah, and, and it's beautiful. And it's um, beautiful. when we're talking about winter, I don't know so much winter itself, but more of a holiday. Um, the book, the children's book, the Polar Express. Oh yeah, was based on this steam train, and in um, I believe it's a Wasso is is the title of, or the, the name of the town. Um, but they have this um, where they, at this, the holiday time, they take um, and take you on a train ride. And then, you, so you actually, the kids can ride the Polar Express 
And then they stop in a little town and you can do a little bit of Christmas shopping. They have like vendors and stalls and uh, fun sellers Mm -hmm. set up there. Um, And then you take the train ride back. Oh, that's fun. That's fun. I love it. I love Mm -hmm. it. Amy Piper, thank you for joining us. Everyone, yes, again, you, you got to follow the Piper. <laughs> Just go to follow mm-hmm. the Piper. Uh, is it? Am I getting it right? Follow the follow the Piper and also the book is. Uh, ex- oh, it is the ultimate Lansing bucket list. It's uh, one hundred things to do in Lansing before you die. Oh my God, you don't want to die, <laughs> but there's a bucket list for you. And we want to thank the International Food Wine Travel Writers Association. We love our second Tuesday and second Friday shows with them. Uh, don't forget they have a conference coming up, their annual conference this year over in St. Petersburg, Florida. It's November 8th through 11th. And so if you're a food wine travel writer uh, destination, uh, you don't even have to be a member to join this conference. You want to check it out, go to ifwtwa.org. And of course, keep up with us at bigblendradio.com we have our shows monday through friday at 4 p.m pacific time 7 p.m eastern time thank you so much amy thanks i hope we thanks. get to meet you when we get to yeah. michigan again well, hopefully next so year too. i think it'll I, be, next be year fun because yeah. we're going to be up in washington yeah. and then our thing is to go across the top and drop down so we'll drop down into Michigan. How about that? Hmm, definitely. I'll be your tour guide. Awesome. Cool. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. I want to go on the Pony Express. I'm not the, the, it's not the, the, be the polar. wrong time of the year. Polar, the polar. Do they have the train going even if it's not winter? Um, I call they, it the Pony Express. That's they, I would have, yeah. I would have to check. I think they might have a special occasion type of thing. Well, but we're a special right occasion. Now. Yeah, we are. Just tell them we are. We want to (laughs) come. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. But no, we. I want to go. I want to go in the Polar Express. I'm calling it the Pony Express. I know we're following the Pony Express and a lot of things we're doing. So I'm like still stuck in that. But well, we could do the Polar Express and drop down and finish it with the Pony Express. No, it's going across on the Pony and dropping down (laughs) to the Polar. Let's get it straight. All right, Amy. Thank you so much. We'll take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.